We welcome all of you to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Apologies there as we are a little late getting on the air. There is a bit of an electrical issue out here at San Marcos High School, but we welcome you nonetheless. We uh, start things off with the visiting Westlake Chaparrales leading off and playing second base will be Theo Gillen. Batting second, the sitter fielder, Blake Peterson. Batting third, the third baseman, Reese McCray. The pitcher, Braden Davis, hits in the cleanup spot. Cole May is right. It plays right field. And we'll bat in the fifth spot, batting sixth and DHing tonight. Chapel Stewart, Ethan Wolfong is the center fielder, he'll or the left fielder rather. He will bat in the seven hole. Major Ritchie at the first base, he will bat eighth, and Nathan Duvall in the nine spot. As uh, we are making do with broadcast situations here, we are actually just behind the on deck circle. Joe Taylor joining live here from San Marcos High School. It'll be Theo Gillen to lead things off here. Set the defense here in just a moment for the – as the first pitch is brought to you by Texas Honeyham. It's a fastball up high for ball one. Reagan Chol getting the start here for San Marcos on this uh, first of two games this week. Of course, we have uh, the road game for Westlake here tonight on Tuesday. And we have the home game, the rubber match of the two-game series this week on Friday at Westlake. Theo Gillen. With a one-ball, two-strike count here. Chops one up the third baseline. Foul. Nice pickup there by Pardo. Again, we're setting the defense here. Cannon Webb is in center field. Johnny Pardo at third base. Selvin Anderson is the catcher. Reagan Chobel is on the mound. Ryan Hicks plays right field. And Webb is playing shortstop. Wilder is the first baseman. Calderon is the second baseman. And Alva rounds out the lineup playing left field. So pretty good at bat here as it continues for the freshman. He looks at the ball low to load the count up. Let's make that two balls and two strikes here for Theo Gillen. And he looks at a fastball from Chummel high and upstairs for ball three. So working the count here at one point was down one ball and two strikes. And he's worked it full. Here's the payoff pitch with nobody on, and that one is a fastball called strike three on the inside corner. Theo Gillen rung up for the first out of the ballgame. He's going to bring up Blake Peterson. Ran a two-seam fastball in that uh, rotation of pitches. And first pitch swinging, Blake Peterson drives it into left center field. That's going to fall and make it into the gap for a double. Peterson rounding first base and stopping at second. And with a one-out double, Blake Peterson has the Chaparral's first hit of the ballgame. So Reese McCray will stride to the plate here, the Chaparral third baseman. It's Gillen, Peterson, McCray, Davis, May, Stewart, Wilfong, Richie, Duvall. For San Marcos, it's Webb, Pardo, Anderson, Chummel, Hicks, Webb, Wilder, Calderon, Alva. Starting lineups here is Braden Davis waits patiently on deck. Reese McCray strides at the plate, right-handed hitting third baseman, takes a look at the hook, and it's low and away. He checked his swing successfully. Four ball one.
Reese McRae waiting. Peterson getting his lead from second base. Here's the pitch. Fastball upstairs, belt high for ball two. So two balls and no strikes here to Reese McRae. Boomer Collins, the chaparral assistant head coach, going through a myriad of signs at the third base coaching box. Braden Davis waiting patiently on deck. He's tonight's starting pitcher, looking to help out in any way. McRae with a 2-0 pitch. Fastball dots the outside corner. Good frame there by the catcher on the outside point on the outside corner is Selvin Anderson. Makes that one look good. Quick pickoff move to second base by Chummel. Back safely is Peterson. And hearing it from the Westlake dugout. As Webb kind of came off the second base side of the bag. And here's the pitch. That one hit hard down the line, but just foul. As Reese McRae able to deliver. As he fought off that pitch kind of on the inside part of the plate and just using his hands to stay inside the baseball and chop it down the third base line. Got a good piece of the barrel as it was hot coming off. Now two ball, two strike count here to Reese McRae. Here's the pitch. Curveball swung on and missed as it tailed away from Reese McRae, and he is the second strikeout victim after the double by Blake Peterson. Reese McRae strikes out swinging. It's going to bring up Braden Davis, tonight's pitcher, as Cole May stands in the on-deck circle. Joe Taylor joining you live here from San Marcos High School. Again, we apologize, just getting on the air a little bit late. There's a... Uh, certainly an issue here with uh, electricity at the ballpark. So another breaking ball in the dirt, but Peterson's going to be able to get down to third base as this one hops away from the catcher, Selvin Anderson. Eld Anderson did everything he could to get his body in front of that baseball. It was just well short of the plate. So Peterson advances to third base on the wild pitch, and it puts the uh, chaparral run 90 feet away from home plate. Braden Davis looking at the first pitch, curveball in the dirt. Another changeup. This one kind of slides in as he was just a bit ahead of that one. That'll even up the count at one ball and one strike. That one hit, chopped on the ground, foul down the third base line. So Chummel working ahead here and what has been a solid First inning, only blemish is the double to left center field off the bat of Blake Peterson. He now stands at third base, advancing to third base on that wild pitch by Chummel. Chummel now ahead of the four-hole hitter, Braden Davis. Here's the kick and the fire. That one catches the outside corner. Nice little slide piece on the outside part of the plate. Braden Davis can't believe it, but Chummel strikes out the side as the Chaparrales get no runs on one hit. There were no errors and one man left on base. We played one half inning here at San Marcos High School. Your score, Westlake nothing with San Marcos coming to bat. This is Westlake Baseball. Small town values that deliver first class service. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert. That's what a customer said when he bought his new Chevy truck from us at Covert in Bastrop. And that's the way we've done business for 111 years. More choices. 
excellent service, and of course, our famous low covert price. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it to you. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, 702 Highway 71 in Bastrop, or online at covertbastrop.com. Find new roads. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps, and like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click MyCryoFit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your workout. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Joe Taylor joining us. As we bring you live coverage on the Westlake Shap app, as Sam Marcus able to get out of the top of the first inning despite the Blake Peterson double to left center field. And Reagan Chummel showing his chops, especially his control with the break and stuff, as he was able to get the first three of four hitters to strike out. And uh, it'll head to the bottom of the first inning. And uh, leading things off for Sam Marcus will be Cannon Webb, the center fielder, followed by Johnny Pardo, the third baseman. Selvin Anderson is the catcher, batting in the cleanup spot. The pitcher, Reagan Chummel. Ryan Hicks is the right fielder. Cutter Webb is the shortstop. Steven Wilder is batting in the seven hole. He will play first base. Dallas Calderon, the second baseman. And rounding out the lineup, Moses Alva. He is the left fielder. So it's Webb, Pardo, and Anderson. And the first pitch offered to Cannon Webb is a ball from Braden Davis. Fastball and just a little outside the zone. Right-handed hitting center fielder stands in. No score as we're just into the bottom of the first, and that is heat at the knees from Braden Davis as he evens up the count. One ball and one strike. Brilliant fastball there as he kept it down low. Again, Cannon Webb, about five foot, seven inches tall. Stands with a spread stance up there. Squares that left shoulder in. And... Braden Davis just absolutely blows it by him for a swinging strike on that fastball. Dominant fastball right there from Braden Davis. So the one ball, two strike count on the way as we set the defense here momentarily for Westlake. Will Fong, Peterson, and May left to right in the outfield. McCray, Duvall, Gillen, Ritchie around the horn from third to first. Jake Frickenschmidt, the batter, and the one-two offering is a fastball up high and inside to Cannon Webb. So two balls and two strikes here to the leadoff man for the San Marcos Rattlers. Braden Davis has his sign into the wind and the pitch. That one just upstairs. Another fastball as he flirted upstairs with it. That'll load the count. Three balls and two strikes. So a payoff pitch coming here as calling timeout is Cannon Webb. He wants to think about it here before he stands in. He's choked up on the bat just a bit here trying to Sure up his swing, try to keep the bat in the hitting zone. Davis into the wide and the pitch. That one, a fastball. So after getting ahead, he walks him on four straight pitches. So Cannon Webb aboard to lead things off here in the game's first walk for either pitcher. And it's going to bring up Johnny Pardo, the third baseman. So Johnny Pardo, the third baseman, stands in, batting from the right side. J.T. Blair calling pitches here for Jake Frickenschmidt. 
Ricky Schmidt aware at first base as the sun sets here in San Marcos. Squaring around to bunt briefly there is Johnny Pardo in the fastballs. He takes it upstairs for ball one. Another fastball from Braden Davis. Get a flurry of signs coming from the third base coaching box as Webb takes his lead from first base. Cannon. Eyeing Braden Davis, the right-handed hurler here for Westlake, delivering on the 1-0 pitch, and once again it's a fastball upstairs. And where he had his release point early on, it looks like it's going to draw a, a quick mound visit here. Is if our pitching coach sees exactly what I am seeing, the release point is up for Braden Davis. He's having a hard time finishing the pitch. Braden Davis trying to collect himself here, trying to make things salvageable as he's falling behind the hitters. So two balls and no strikes to Johnny Pardo after the mound visit. I'm just telling the Braden Davis to calm down a little bit. So after the mound visit, two ball, no strike count as Braden Davis looks at a squaring Johnny Pardo. He's going to try to bunt this one, but this fastball rides upstairs for ball three. So now 3-0 count here as Braden Davis is going to try to battle all the way back as Pardo just offered the bunt opportunity to him, trying to sacrifice Webb over to second base. Let's see if he squares on 3-0. He does, and that one is a ball four inside. That one about belt high, but just a little tight, says our home plate umpire. So back-to-back walks for Braden Davis. Puts Webb at second and Pardo at first base, and it's going to bring up the catcher, Selvin Anderson. So... Two men on and nobody out here for Westlake as Braden Davis has walked the first two batters. Right now, the Westlake Chaparrales would love just a, a nice, easy ground ball to Reese McCray at third base to kind of induce a double play opportunity here. Step on the bag and throw across the diamond situation here as Davis looks back, Webb at second, fires, and that one is low. He tried the breaking pitch inside, and it looked like Davis and Frickenschmidt might have gotten a little crossed up. So the 1-0 count after the breaking ball low and inside. The stretch at the letters. Davis kicks and fires. That fastball blown right by Selvin Anderson to even up the count at one ball and one strike. Davis has a dominating fastball. If he can control it, he's able to have that opportunity to to get the gas up and running. He's able to much more effective when he has control of that breaking pitch in the zone as well. Here's the 1-1. That fastball fouled out of play on the left side and out of play. And Davis able to get ahead of Selvin Anderson. A strikeout would be big here and keep the double play in order. One ball and two strikes. The Chaparral's looking for any reason to get an out here. Stretch out the letters. Davis eyes Webb at second base. Another look and another. He kicks and fires. Davis delivers on a curveball down and on the outside corner for a called strike three. Good-looking pitch right there as he went to the breaking ball and got Anderson looking for the first out of the inning. First strikeout for Braden Davis, and Reagan Chummel is going to stride to the plate with a chance to get himself in position to help himself out on the mound as we have a battle of pitchers here that are both hitting in the cleanup spot. 
Chummel, the right-handed hitting pitcher here with a stride. Almost the length of the batter's box here as he gets low to try to use that leverage. Holds his hands quite high above his back shoulder. Here's the pitch. And a time is granted at home plate as Braden Davis fired a pitch, but no pitch recorded here as the home plate umpire was had called timeout and granted Chummel's offer there of a timeout. So this should be the first pitch of the at-bat as he stands in. Stretch out the letters here from Braden Davis. A look back at second base. And here's the pitch. That one, a fastball high and inside for ball one. So one ball, no strike here. And obviously the biggest issue for Braden Davis has been that control in the fastball up in the zone, trying to work down, get it around the knees. Manageable here, trying to induce a ground ball. Davis comes set at the letters and fires. Good-looking breaking ball there that swerves across the inside corner of the plate for a called strike one. That'll even up the count at one ball and one strike. One gone here is Selvin Anderson struck out looking. Runners at first and second after back-to-back walks here to lead things off at the bottom of the first. Davis peering into freaking Schmidt. Looking for the sign. He's got it. The stretch is right at his uniform number, and he comes with it. This one, another off-speed pitch that stays up high for ball two. So two balls and one strike. A hitter-friendly count here for Reagan Schummel as the two go at it. Schummel got the better of Braden Davis now, trying to figure out a way to get another out. Two ball and one strike pitch on the way, and that one fouled out of play on the left side for strike two. So Davis battling here against his counterpart as the two go at it here in the bottom of the first inning. No score as we are just underway from San Marcos High School. Davis has his sign, but now he doesn't like it. He wants to step off and does so quickly. He's back on the mound, peering in out of the stretch here to his catcher, looking for the sign here on the 2-2 offering with one out and two men on. A deep breath from Braden Davis. He kicks and fires, and that one fouled right back to the catcher, Frickenschmidt, and off the umpire. Two balls, two strikes as... We are happy to be here with you on a beautiful evening after the uh, stormy weather blew through the greater central Texas area last night. An all-turf field allows us to be quite playable. The only dirt is on the mound. Here's the 2-2 offering. That ball hit hard and off the glove of Reese McRae and into left field for a hit. One run is in and scoring from third base or from second base easily is Cannon Webb. So with that... On the RBI single, Pardo advances to second base. So Chummel has the opportunity to drive him in, clutches up with two strikes as that one just goes off the glove of Reese McCray. Again, an RBI single from Chummel, and San Marcos leads one to nothing, and will bring up the right fielder, Ryan Hicks. And again, the situation exactly the same. Runners at first and second with only one out. Searching for a ground ball here is Braden Davis. 
He eyes the runner at second base, and here's the pitch. Nice fastball as it dots the middle of the plate for a called strike one. Good control right there from Braden Davis as the senior. Coming from the defensive end spot on the uh, – 2020 state championship football team to the mound. Nice little soft ground ball towards short. Up with it is Duvall. He has to tag the bag, and it is not in time. Duvall puts a glove on it, bobbles it just briefly, steps on the bag as Reagan Chummel, and in fact it wasn't Chummel, it's his uh, courtesy runner that had stepped in there. It's Gomez. So Gomez was stepped on second base, and now the argument is, that he had control of the baseball as he stepped on the second base. And that successful argument has been handled. So it will load the bases here as Gomez, the courtesy runner for Chummel, moves up to second base. And Hicks is aboard on a fielder's choice. It'll bring up Cutter Webb, the shortstop. So bases loaded, nobody out, and at this point in time, the corners will be in, even with the bags, looking for that play at home plate to cut off the run. Again, right now looking for a ground ball, and Frickenschmidt able to glove that ball. Is one ball and no strikes with the bases loaded here as Cutter Webb stands in. Left-handed swinging shortstop. Eyes Braden Davis is 1-0, and that one is in the dirt. Nice job there by Jake Frickenschmidt as he dug that one out of the dirt. Beautiful job there as it hit in front of the plate. And he was able to get a body on it to keep the runner at third base right there. So two balls and no strikes. And he comes back with a fastball, does Davis. A good-looking fastball that catches the outside corner for a called strike one. Two balls, one strike. Base is loaded. One out here in the bottom of the first inning. One run already in. He swings and misses, does does a cutter web, and that'll even up the count at two balls and two strikes. So two balls and two strikes. One out. As Cutter Webb stands in. Swing and a miss. As Cutter Webb swipe, strikes out for the second out of the inning. And that is a big, big strikeout there. As Braden Davis able to come back and get Cutter Webb after falling behind 2-0. Comes back with three straight strikes to eliminate the uh, San Marcos shortstop. And it's going to bring up Stephen Wilder, the first baseman here. But now any base is live. As... Stephen Wilder stands in with the bases loaded and two outs. Only one run in, and Braden Davis trying to stop the bleeding here. Braden Davis, first pitch swinging is Stephen Wilder as he fires the fastball. This one pops up over the stands. No runs, one hit, one error for Westlake. 
as Braden Davis takes a deep sigh, fires a fastball. That one hit on the ground towards Reese McCray. McCray is going to tag third base himself. So Wilder is out via the fielder's choice, and that will do it for San Marcos in the bottom of the first inning. They get one run, and they do it on one hit. There was a no, There was one error and three men left on base. We played one full inning here as San Marcos leads Westlake. One to nothing. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Baseball. Football is all about strategy, preparation, and execution. And you've got chaps in your corner with Elticon Wealth Management. Elticon was founded by former Westlake quarterback Mark Mangum, and he's hired all-stars Brent Beasley and lifetime chap Louis Gilbo to quarterback your financial future. Click Elticon.com for more information. Elticon Wealth Management, a proud member of Westlake Nation and proudly Westlake owned and operated. Strategy, preparation, and execution. Elticon Wealth Management, calling the right plays for your financial future. Hey, football fans, leave the Hail Marys for the game and go for the sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raisin Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score because we've got the food covered with fresh, never, ever frozen chicken fingers, cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, located at the corner of BK's Road and Walsh Charlton in the heart of Westlake. Go Shaps! Welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Joe Taylor joining you live from San Marcos High School. It's Cole May, Chapel Stewart, and Ethan Wilfong are the scheduled hitters here. As, as Cole May looks at ball one, low and inside. Cole May leading things off here in the top half of the second. Chummel out for his second inning of work, and he delivers an overhand curveball that catches the inside corner for a called strike one. One ball, one strike to Cole May, the left-handed hitting right fielder. Chummel kicks and fires. This one a chopped ground ball back to the mound. Chummel's gloved it, tosses it underhand over to his first baseman, Stephen Wilder, and that will retire Cole May as he grounds out to the pitcher for the first out of the inning. So Chummel delivering the RBI single. That's the highlight in the bottom of the first inning. And he delivers on the first out of the inning here in the second as he induces the ground ball back to him from Cole May. It's going to bring up Chapel Stewart, who is battling an injury suffered in the North Shore game in the state semifinal. Didn't get a chance to play in the state final, but he is back here for his senior season, battling through the injury as he looks to strike one. And another fastball clips the lower part of the strike zone right at the knees for a called strike two. No balls and two strikes. Chummel goes to the breaking ball, and it dips low and inside for ball one. One ball, two strikes. Chummel into the wind, working quickly, and a fastball upstairs is fouled off by Chapel Stewart. Nice job there by Chapel. The defensive swing as he got the ball elevated above the belt, trying to induce that swing. Chapel doing a good job at keeping his hands inside and operating the bat through the hitting zone. And that one hits him in the helmet. As Chapel tried to duck away from it uh, on the uh, one ball, two strike pitch, Chapel Stewart gets hit. So, first base runner of the inning, second base runner overall is going to bring up Ethan Wilfong, who is on fire. 
at the plate. So with one out, Chapel Stewart able to get on board. He gets his lead from first base as Chummel delivers the first pitch to Wilfong low and away for ball one. A quick snap throw over to first base by Reagan Chummel. Back over to Wilder. Wilder snaps it down, but Stewart is safe at first base as he gets back safely. Stretch at the letters and the pitch. Chummel with a fastball. Delay still here from Stewart. The throwdown is in time as Chapel got a late jump. It looked like a delay steal as Selvin Anderson came up humming, and he fired over to second base in time to eliminate Chapel Stewart. So it's a 2-6 put out for the second out of the inning, and it leaves Wilfong with two balls and no strikes at the plate with nobody on. He fouls the 2-0 pitch off back towards the screen, and it's two balls and one strike to Wilfong, the chaparral left fielder. The wind blowing from right to left, from the right field foul pole to the left field foul pole, and Lifting this into foul territory along the first base side. Wilder giving chase, and he makes an over-the-shoulder grab at the wall there on the first base side. Excellent job by Wilder to uh, track that foul pop down as he runs a good 30 feet from his place at first base and made the over-the-shoulder grab to end the inning. So with that, the Chaparrals go in order. No runs, no hits, there were no errors, and no men left on base. We head to the bottom of the second inning. Sam Marcus leading Westlake one to nothing. This is Westlake Baseball. Austin's new choice for BMW is proud to sponsor the Westlake Chaps. Hendrick BMW of South Austin is transforming the luxury car buying experience with a 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility just five miles south of downtown. With over 250 new BMWs in stock, plus a great selection of certified BMWs, you'll score big with the Hendrick difference. It's an automotive experience beyond your expectations. It's a winning drive just off South I-35 at Stastny Lane and BMW of South Austin Hey, Westlake fans, you've heard that phrase, go local, right? Well, that's what the Felger Insurance Agency wants you to do when considering your insurance needs. Think about it. Would you want just an operator standing by, or do you want advice from a trusted source that lives and works right here in the Westlake Nation? Jeff is your farmer's agent in the hills of Westlake, and he can help you bundle all of your insurance needs just as easy as the Shaps score six on Friday night. Give him a shout today at 512-250-2334. Jeff is farmers, and Jeff is Westlake. We welcome back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. We head to the bottom of the second inning. It'll be Dallas Calderon, the second baseman, Moses Alva, the left fielder, and Cannon Webb at the top of the order. As Braden Davis out for his full uh, second inning of work here after facing seven batters, he delivers a first pitch strike to Dallas Calderon. Nice job there. So no balls and uh, two strikes.
We welcome you back to live coverage here as we had a little bit of internet issue and a little bit of power issue here as we welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Moses Alva, the hitter, loaded count here for Braden Davis. Into the wind and the pitch. Payoff pitch is fouled to the screen by Calderon. Apologizes. We deal with a little bit of technical issue, issue here. Three balls, two strikes. And with that, ball four issued to Calderon as he looks at a fastball up and away. That's the third walk issued for Braden Davis, and it puts the leadoff man on. Going to bring up the nine-hole hitter, Moses Alva, the left fielder. So Alva striding to the plate. As Westlake is 14-3 and and 1 overall. Squaring around a bunt is Alva. He pulls it back. That's a fastball upstairs for ball one. No run, no runs a hit, an error for Westlake. One run, one hit, no errors for San Marcos, and that's where we stand. Again, it was Reagan Chummel that drove in Cannon Webb in the bottom of the first inning, and that's the difference in the ballgame. Here's the pitch, and that's a fastball. Belt high and called strike one. So I'll even up the count, one ball and one strike. As Westlake and San Marcos do battle in each of their second series of games here, and that's the way District 26-6A has wanted this one to go. Swing and a miss. As we welcome all of you listening live on the Westlake Shap app. Check swing. Did he go around and appeal to the umpire in the field right behind the mound and the 2-2 pitch? Or I should say the 1-2 pitch is a check swing. And it's called a ball upstairs. Two balls, two strikes, no outs. With Calderon getting his lead from first base. Here's the 2-2 from Braden Davis. And Alva looks at strike three. A fastball right down Broadway knee high. Beautiful pitch there by Braden Davis. And he gets his second strikeout inning. Or second strikeout of the ball game here in the second inning for the first out. Here in the bottom of the second. It's going to bring up Cannon Webb. So Webb, who walked and scored, the only run of the ball game as he led things off in the bottom of the first inning. Bats here with one out and a man on. That's from the right side. He is freaking Schmidt with a with a throw down to second base to get to try to cut Calderon out, but again, Calderon with a successful steal of second base. And we're waiting for the home plate umpire to initiate whether or not he swung. And the field umpire is saying no, even though it was the bat came very close to crossing the plate. It's 
called a ball. So one ball, no strike, one out with a man on second base. Davis puts an eye at second base, and a bunt from Cannon Webb is bunted foul. Of an awkward move there as he bunted a curveball. That looked like a breaking ball low and away, and he kind of had to turn his bat in an awkward fashion, try to put the barrel on it and put it down first base. So that'll even up the count. One ball, one strike, one out with a man on. That's Calderon at second base. Timeout called at the plate as we are 36 minutes into this ball game and just in the top half of the second inning. 44 pitches for Braden Davis thus far, 29 pitches for his counterpart who's waiting in the on-deck circle. Here's the pitch. That one lifted into shallow right field and fouled. Too much real estate out there for Cole May to track it down. 325 down the left and right field lines, 355 to the power alleys in left and right field, and 385 to dead center field with a 20-foot wall. Eight-foot wall in the outfield from each power alley. And now, with one ball and two-strike count, Braden Davis working on Cannon Webb, the leadoff man here, as he bats with a man at second base. That's Calderon. Quick throw to third base, and that is in time as... Calderon is thrown out by Jake Frickenschmidt. It's a perfect pitch to run if you're a catcher because the fastball was up and it looked like it was a called strike and he was able to just stand up and rifle the ball down to third base. Excellent throw. Recognition of the fastball and it was upstairs. He was able to get on his haunches very quickly and just fire the ball down to third base. McCray applies the tag with no problem at all. And that will be the second out of the inning. So now nobody on here in a two-ball, two-strike count with two gone here for Braden Davis trying to get past this inning as Cannon Webb calls timeout again and now stands back in. Webb taking the 2-2 pitch, and this one swung on and foul tipped into the glove, and that should do it. It should be a called out. Now the home plate umpire finally calls it. And that's a swinging strikeout, the third of the game here, and that's how the Rattlers will go down as they don't get a run. So no runs, no hits, there were no errors, and no men left on base. We head to the bottom of the second inning here at San Marcos with the Rattlers leading Westlake 1-0. This is Westlake Baseball. Austin's new choice for BMW is proud to sponsor the Westlake Chaps. Hendrick BMW of South Austin is transforming the luxury car buying experience with a 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility just five miles south of downtown. With over 250 new BMWs in stock, plus a great selection of certified BMWs, you'll score big with the Hendrick difference. It's an automotive experience beyond your expectations. It's a winning drive just off South I-35 at Stastny Lane and BMW of South Austin Hey, Westlake fans, you've heard that phrase, go local, right? Well, that's what the Felger Insurance Agency wants you to do when considering your insurance needs. Think about it. Would you want just an operator standing by, or do you want advice from a trusted source that lives and works right here in the Westlake Nation? Jeff is your farmer's agent in the hills of Westlake, and he can help you bundle all of your insurance needs just as easy as the Shaps score six on Friday night. Give him a shout today at 512-250-2334. Jeff is farmers, and Jeff is Westlake. Thank you. 
We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Joe Taylor joining you here. If you missed the uh, top half of the third inning, Major Richie able to get a Texas leaguer, and that Texas leaguer falls between Alva, Webb, and Pardo, and he never stopped running. So Westlake has started the inning off with a Texas leaguer double. Squaring around to bunt is Nathan Duvall. Perfect sack bunt as Chummel throws over to first base, and it pulls off. The second baseman, Dallas Calderon, who was covering, coming down the first baseline was Wilder. He had to field the bunt. When Chomel took it, it was the responsibility of Calderon to cover the bag. He was right on the bag, and he had to dive for the ball as Wilder missed wide left of the bag. So with that first error, Duvall is reached on an E1. So the error by the first baseman sends Major Ritchie to third base. Again, Major leading it off with a a pop fly to shallow left field, a Texas League pop fly that allowed Pardo, Webb, and Alva to all converge. The ball hopped right between them. Ritchie never stopped running, so he gets credit for the leadoff double. And then Duvall comes up and delivers a perfect sacrifice bunt to move Ritchie over to third. And now we do have a courtesy runner or I should say a pinch runner for Nathan Duvall, and it is Patrick Devlin. So Devlin with a first and third situation putting in a speed threat is JT Blair. It'll bring up the leadoff man, Theo Gillen, who struck out looking his first time up. Quick snap throw back to first base, and Devlin is backed in time. So Chummel, after cruising through the first two innings, despite giving up a double and hitting a batter, had only surrendered one hit, but now he... Surrenders the Texas Lee pop fly that allows Major Ritchie to get on at second base, which allows Duvall to square around. And then the throwing error by Chummel puts runners at the corners. Now Devlin, courtesy running at first base with the leadoff man Theo Gillen aboard with nobody out and runners at first and third. And that fastball is called a strike right at belt level. In fact, as I'm situated here, folks, I told you it's an interesting setup here at San Marcos High School. I am not in what would you would call a normal press box. I'm actually behind the on-deck s- circle on the visitor's side. So I'm standing right behind Blake Peterson right now as Chummel has his sign. Here's the pitch. Curveball is called strike two. Once again, up around the belt level. So a very tall strike zone here for Theo Gillen as he stands in. So now Gillen, no balls and two strikes with runners at the corners. Quick snap throwback from Chummel. Kind of lives it over to his first baseman, Stephen Wilder, and Devlin back in safely. So Theo, the young freshman, playing second base and until he can resume his normal duties at shortstop. Here's the pitch. He hits one on the ground foul towards first base, just staying alive here as he is down in the count. 35 pitches for Reagan Chummel here into the third inning as Westlake able to get their second hit of the ball game with Major Ritchie leading this inning off with a Texas leaguer double behind the bag at third base in shallow left field. Theo now. As Devlin once again draws a throw from Chummel on an 0-2 count with nobody out. Very much trying to keep 
Devlin at bay is Reagan Chummel. So Chummel in his first jam of the ball game here in the top of the third. Westlake threatening to tie the ball game up with a runner 90 feet away from home plate. Now Theo Gillen drives a curveball foul down the right field line. Excellent opportunity there for Gillen as he was able to keep his the head of the bat through the strike zone. He had actually waited on that curveball and really squared it up just a little early. No balls, two strikes as Gillen, always a tough out, looks at a fastball up high for ball one. Selvin Anderson just waiting as a catcher, <laughs> waiting for Devlin to take off. Uh, he has got an itchy trigger finger back behind the plate as he was looking for any reason to throw down at Devlin, despite the fact that the tying run is at third base. Theo Gillen with the 1-2 pitch, swings and drives one foul. It's hanging down the left, left field line, and it looks like the catch is made. Tagging at third is Richie. Tagging at first is Devlin. And despite the foul ball being caught, the Chaparral is able to scratch a run as Major Richie scores the first run of the ball game, and it's all hustle for Major. Major started this inning with a Texas League fly ball down the left field line. It fell between Pardo, Webb, and Alva, the third baseman, the shortstop, and the left fielder, respectively. He was able to stay on his horse and round first to pick up the leadoff double on that Texas leaguer. And then able to, Gillen able to keep the at-bat going, a defensive swing with a foul ball down the left field line that was caught by Alva. But tagging at third base was Richie, and tagging at first base was Devlin. He moves up into scoring position as Gian as Gillen gets credit for the uh, sacrifice fly and the RBI. Blake Peterson swinging at the first pitch, and he is quickly out as Reese McRae will stand in with two gone and a man in scoring position as the go-ahead run is at second base in the form of Patrick Devlin, who's running for Nathan Duvall, who reached on an error by the pitcher. 1-1 ball game here as Reese McRae stands in, trying to break up the tie. Looks at an overhand curveball that stays up high for ball one. Oh, and that fastball just cruises over McRae and Anderson behind the plate. And it allows Devlin to get 90 feet closer to home plate as Devlin now at third base, courtesy of the wild pitch. He moved up to second base on the fly ball by Theo Gillen, who hit it down the left field line. That was caught by Alva. But the sacrifice in play as he drives in the first run of the ball game for Westlake. Devlin taking his lead from third base. Clutch situation here with a two-ball no-strike count to Reese McRae. McRae chops one up the line. Tough play for the third baseman. Pardo comes in, throws down the line, and it is off the bag is the call. As Wilder had to dive for the baseball, his cleat came off the bag, and Reese McRae has driven in the run here as Devlin scores the Chaparral's lead 2-1. to one. We'll have to see if they initiate an error, and that is unfortunate for McRae as he doesn't pick up the he doesn't pick up the RBI. He does reach on the error, and that is an error on the third baseman, Johnny Pardo, as he pulled the first baseman off the bag. Heck of a play by Wilder at first base 
as he tried to dive and extend that back leg to the bag. But the field umpire convert, con, uh, has a conversation with his home plate umpire, and they're going to uphold that call as a safe call. Right now, Coach Webb is <laughs> arguing the call as well, continues with the home plate umpire, but that is the field umpire's call. That's what he's there for, and with a runner in scoring position, he's positioned right behind the mound to the second base side. And with that, and Pardo's throw was wide of the bag, wide left, so it induced Wilder to having to extend. He actually dove with both feet, so he actually was on the ground face down as he made the catch. And according to the field umpire, when he made that move is when his cleats came off the bag. So it is a throwing error on Pardo that scores Devlin. The Chaparral's lead 2-1, to one, and they're not done yet because Reese McRae is reached. He's at first base, and it's going to bring up Brayden Davis, who is 0-for-1 in this ballgame, having struck out to end the top half of the first inning. So Westlake leading 2-1. to As he takes a look at a curveball in the outside corner for a called strike one. So no balls and one strike here as Reese McRae takes his lead from first base. And the pitch. Curveball catches the outside corner for a called strike two. So Braden Davis again battling down two strikes with a man on, but his teammates have forced across two runs here. Now Davis driving the ball deep into right center field. This one is going back, and it's going to hop at the warning track, Davis rounding second, rounding third is Reese McCray. He will score with ease, and that is an RBI triple with two strikes. As Braden Davis drives in the third run of the ball game with an absolute titanic shot to right center field. I thought that ball may have had enough juice to get out of here, but it was hit so hard that it had backspin on it. The ball actually started to carom down towards the warning track, and it hit up against the wall. Davis was on his horse. He was at second base before the ball hit the ground and was able to easily jog in for that RBI triple. The Chaparral's lead 3-1 to one as they have broken things up here in the top half of the third. Swinging in at the first pitch as Cole May hits a ground ball over to Dylan, Dallas Calderon. Calderon throws over to Stephen Wilder at first base, and that will do it for the Chaparrales. But damage done as they get three runs due to the Chaparrales. They do so on two hits. There was an error, and one and no man, and only one man left on base. We head to the bottom of the third inning as Westlake leads San Marcos 3-1. to one. This is Westlake Baseball. All right, we're live inside of Texas Honey Ham. Joe Taylor alongside Taco Rob. Taco Rob, we know about the tacos at Texas Honey Ham. We know how great breakfast is. I've got this big office meeting coming up later this week. Can I just do box lunches where everybody can just order what they want? Oh, yeah, we got box lunches that come with the cold sandwich, cookie, and the chip. We could do a club box lunch, a pulled pork box lunch. We're even now offering a half a sandwich and a tiny salad box lunch for the healthy people. He's Taco Rob from Texas Honey Ham. They're changing the world one taco at a time. Thanks, man. Thank you. 
Plan your catering event at TexasHoneyHam.com. The STEAM team knows the value of customer satisfaction. As a locally owned Westlake business, the STEAM team is committed to serving its community. As proud sponsors of Westlake Athletics, they have over two decades of experience in cleaning and maintaining commercial and residential flooring, upholstery, air ducting, tile, and much more. The STEAM team can even take care of your area rugs and their experts in cleaning natural stone and hardwood floors. Call for a free quote today at 451-TEAM. That's 451-8326. Or click thesteamteam.com. Well, the Chaparral's Blew, blew things open in the top half of the third inning, getting three runs on two hits. There was an error and one man left on base. And, of course, it all started with hustle from Major Ritchie. Major Ritchie able to get the baseball gods to smile on him as he had a Texas leaguer foul ball down the left field line, and it curved back into fair territory and fell between the left fielder, the shortstop, and the third baseman. And the key for Ritchie as the leadoff man, he did not stop running. He was able to round first, and when the ball hit the ground, he cruised into second base with that leadoff double. And uh, we have a position change here. It looks like we are going to see Chapels. Actually, we're going to see a new catcher in the ballgame here for the Westlake Chaparrales. Looks like Nathan Duvall has moved to behind the plate. And Mike Lustina. Mike Lustina is at, is at shortstop. So, Lustina getting an opportunity here. And Nathan Duvall has moved from short to catcher. Rest of the defense stays the same as the Chaparrales have swapped out their catcher. So, Duvall goes into the game behind home plate, and Lustina checks into the game at shortstop. He will hit. Lustina is actually in the uh, catcher spot in the order, but since Frickenschmidt was being DH'd for by Chapel Stewart... No change necessary here as Davis dots the outside corner for a called strike one. On Johnny Pardo, the uh, 0-1 pitch drips low and outside for ball one. So Davis with a bit of new life here in the bottom of the third inning with a three-run lead. Delivers the fastball. This one just low. Good frame there by Duvall. You can see Duvall very comfortable behind home plate. That is his natural position. You normally don't see a shortstop have a natural position of catcher, but that's a great job there. He gets low, swinging a foul tip at the plate, back towards the screen, and the count evens up at two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 offering is a fastball low and inside for ball three. So Johnny Pardo loads the count here with three balls and two strikes. And uh, so far, Braden Davis trying to make Pardo the first leading out as he – that's a foul ball that actually ricochets off the bottom of the bat. The knob of the bat actually was checked, and somehow Davis was able to catch a break there as that one was fouled off just below the hands of Johnny Pardo. Payoff pitch coming yet again for Braden Davis. Pardo calls for timeout, doesn't get it, and looks at ball four upstairs. So Davis once again having issue with the leadoff man as he has issued his fourth walk of the game. And it's going to bring up Selvin Anderson. Selvin Anderson struck out looking his last time up. The first strikeout victim 
He was the first out of the first inning. So Selvin have an opportunity here. Bluffed by the runner, Pardo, at first base. And a strike called at home plate as it catches the inside corner. Nice fastball there from Braden Davis. 3-1 lead for Westlake. And here's the 0-1 offering. Nope. Snap throw back over to first base, and Pardo is back safely. Richie applying the tag. And one man on, nobody out here in the bottom of the third inning. Westlake scratching three runs in the top half of the inning. Quick snap throw, Pardo back easily. So Braden peering into his catcher, Duvall. Nathan's got his sign. Davis ready to go as he comes set at the letters. Deep breath, and he... Fires a fastball that catches the inside corner belt high for strike one or strike two called. So the Rattler catcher already down on the count. No balls, two strikes. Once again, trying to rack up another strikeout victim here is Braden Davis. Davis quick snap throw back over to Richie and Pardo is back safely. Again, Wolfong, Peterson, May, left to right in the outfield. McCray. And I apologize, it looks like we've got a, a different player in the ballgame here. It's actually Zach Craig that's at, uh, that's at short. We have a different uniform number for him when he is in a blue jersey. And that fastball gets away from Duvall, up and away. And with that, on the wild pitch, Johnny Pardo actually able to go up to second base as that pitch way upstairs. Duvall couldn't get to it in time. So it moves Pardo into scoring position and now Anderson representing the tying run, batting here with a 1-2 count nobody out and a runner at second base. Pardo bluffs the run to third and that 1-2 pitch is low and inside for ball two. So again, it's not Lustina that's at shortstop. It's Zach Craig. Craig is deep at short in his standard position. Here's the 2-2 offering from Davis. Fastball swung on and missed, and Anderson goes down for the second time in this ballgame. Fourth strikeout victim there for Braden Davis as he retires the first batter here at the bottom of the third inning. So with one out, Reagan Chummel comes in. He drove in the Rattlers' only run with an RBI single in the bottom of the first inning that scored Cannon-Webb. Of course, the first two players, Webb and Pardo, were walked. And that's how they got into scoring position. But the Chaparrales have battled back here with three of their own in the top half of the third inning. And now here in the bottom of the third, trying to answer. Chummel representing the tying run for for San Marcos. And he checks swings and fouls the ball off towards the Rattler on deck circle. So Davis getting ahead here of his counterpart. So Braden Davis stepping off for a moment there. Now he's got his toe back on the rubber. He's ready to go here with a 0-1 opportunity. Here's the 0-1 fastball fouled at the plate right at the feet of Chummel. 
Davis has seemed to found his release point here in the bottom of the third inning. And he is ahead of Chummel. Again, Chummel, one for one in this ballgame, had an RBI single back of the first. He has an opportunity here with a runner in scoring position, but down one ball and two strikes. With one, with one out, a man on second base, Davis takes a deep breath, takes an eye at Pardo at second base, a second look, he kicks and fires, driving the ball deep down the left field line, racing back. This one's going to get over the head of Wilfong. Rounding third and scoring easily as it's a ground rule double for Chummel. He has driven in the second run of the ball game for San Marcos as that ball got underneath the uh, – Outfield wall for a ground rule double. And it'll bring up Brian Hicks as he has a chance to tie the ball game up now with an RBI double. So Chummel down on the count, delivers again with a ground rule double and the RBI. He is a one-man wrecking crew here for San Marcos as he drives in the second run of the ball game as Pardo scores with ease on the ground rule double. Brings up Ryan Hicks. And Davis firing another fastball that catches the inside corner for a called strike one. Gomez again runs at second base as the courtesy runner for the pitcher as Chummel takes a seat with an RBI double. 3-2, Westlake with the lead. But San Marcos answers with the RBI double for Chummel and now a swing and a foul tip back to the screen for Ryan Hicks. No balls and two strikes here as... Hicks reached technically on a fielder's choice. There was an error ruled on a close call at second base as Duvall kind of bobbled the ball briefly but then tried to step on second base for the lead out, and the field umpire said that the runner Gomez had beat it out. Here's the 0-2 offering. That one fouled off over the dugout on the first base side here at San Marcos, just over the home dugout. It's a good job there of just keeping your hands inside the baseball. Defensive swing at best for Ryan Hicks as he tries to stay alive. Hicks hit a slow roller to shortstop his first time up and now still eyeballing an 0-2 count here from Braden Davis. A look at Gomez at second. Here's the pitch. That one low in the dirt, but Duvall able to block it nicely. And talking to JT Blair before the ball game, he was excited to possibly get Duvall behind the plate. It looks like he's been able to do so, trying to get Chapel Stewart some time in the field coming off that injury. But nonetheless, it's given way to Zach Craig. Here's the pitch. The 1-2 is a curveball that catches the outside corner for a called strike three. So that's the second out of the inning and the second strikeout as Hicks goes down looking. And it's going to bring up Cutter Gage Webb who struck out his first time up for the second out of the bottom of the first inning, and he strides to the plate here with a chance to tie it up. Clutch situation here for San Marcos as they've scratched a run on an RBI double. We'll have an opportunity here to see what Cutter Webb can do as he stands in from the left side. Gomez at second, getting his lead. Here's the pitch. And a traditionally high zone here for the home plate umpire is taking a pitch off as it's a bit high and outside, according to our home plate umpire. So one ball and no strikes with two outs.
Davis with the 1-0 offering comes back with a fastball that slices home plate in half for a called strike one. 69 pitches here through two and two-thirds innings of work for Braden Davis. 70th pitch coming. He'd like it to be the last of the third. One ball, one strike. Base open at first. Gomez gets his lead from second base, representing Chummel. Fastball swung on and missed by Cutter Gage Webb as he came with the gas there, and Webb just a hair behind it. So down on the count, the left-handed swinging shortstop stands in. Struck out, swinging his first time up. Davis has his sign, a stretch at the letters. A peek at Gomez at second base. Davis kicks and fires. Fastball swung on and missed. And down goes Cutter Gage Webb for the third out of the inning. Braden Davis strikes out the side. And for the San Marcos Rattlers in the bottom of the third, they do get one run. They did it on one hit. There were no errors and one man left on base. We played three full innings here from San Marcos High School. Your score, Westlake leading the Rattlers 3-2. to two. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Baseball. Hey, Westlake fans, you hear me every week talk about the white glove storage and delivery of the game. That's when one of our shops scores big on Friday night. White glove storage and delivery is an Austin original, and it's Westlake owned and operated. White glove has supported the Eanes community for over a decade. And like the shops, white glove has a passion for excellence. So when it comes to packing, moving, temperature controlled storage, or even delivery, contact white glove. Click whitegloveDelivery.com. That's on the web at whitegloveDelivery.com. Serving Eanes and the Westlake community for over 10 years. White glove storage and delivery. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still and let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle whether gluten free, paleo or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast too? Every day at 7am. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Joe Taylor joining you here. First pitch to Chapel Stewart called... A strike. The 0-1 pitch drifts low and outside for ball one. That'll even things up. Chapel in his first start was hit by a pitch his first time up and then erased on a caught stealing by Selvin Anderson. He chops one foul at the plate here as he swings out in front of a breaking ball. It was the 49th pitch of Reagan Chummel's night as he begins his fourth inning of work. Chummel, three-innings pitch, gives up three runs on five hits. All three of those runs earned. He struck out three. Hasn't walked a batter, but he has hit a batter. And that fastball catches the outside corner for a called strike three, and Chappell goes down looking for the first out. It's a fourth strike out of the ballgame for Chummel, and it'll bring up Ethan Wolfong, who popped out to first base, and he hit a foul ball deep into a Deep down the first baseline, it actually took a, a nice effort by Steven Wilder to track that ball down. So with one out and nobody on, Wolfong looks at a curveball that catches the outside corner for a called strike one. 
in the strike zone, drifting just a bit here as that looked a little low. But once again, that curveball working to perfection as that breaking ball has got some stuff on it from Chummel. And Wilfong looks at a called strike two on that curveball. Working backwards is Chummel this time around, and he goes to the fastball upstairs. One thing about Chummel, he does not waste any time. He is working incredibly quickly on the mound here despite the 3-2 deficit into the wind and the pitch. This one, a check swing on a fastball just upstairs, and it's called ball two. Two balls, two strikes, one out here to Ethan Wilfong, who popped out to first base his first time up, 0 for 1 in this ball game. Of course, the second game of the series commences on Friday night from Warner Field on the campus of Westlake High School, and that 2-2 pitch rides low and away for ball three. So the count loads up here for Ethan Wolfong as he comes back from down one ball and two strikes. Major Richie waiting in the on-deck circle. Here's the payoff pitch. Fastball is just inside to Wolfong, and he draws the one-out walk. Good look there as that one was just high and inside, and Ethan is aboard with the one-out walk. So that'll bring up Major Richie, who gets major points for Hustle as he skied a ball down the left field line in his first time up, and it was the textbook definition of a Texas leaguer fly ball that fell between Johnny Pardo, Cutter Gage Webb, and Moses Alva as it landed just inside the left field foul line, and Richie never stopped as he cruised in for a leadoff double that led to the three-run third for Westlake. And on the first pitch to the left-handed swinging first baseman, he takes a curveball low and inside for ball one. One ball, no strikes, one out, and a man on. Down at first base, that's Wilfong. Wilfong draws a throw, a lazy throw if that, a lob down to first base. Again, not necessarily the normal viewpoint that yours truly has as we bring you live coverage from San Marcos. Stretch and the pitch. This one hammered foul out of play behind the visitor's dugout as Major put a nice swing on that ball just a little late. He pops that one up to the left side. That'll leave it up the count at one ball and one strike as Nathan Duvall, your catcher, waits on deck. Wilfong takes his lead. Another good hack at the plate here by Major Richie as he fouls this one straight back out of play. And that'll give Chummel the, uh, an edge and a count with one ball and two strikes. 3-2 ball game as Westlake continues to lead as they scratch three runs in the third. Three runs, five hits, an error for Westlake. Two runs, two hits, and two, er two errors for Del Valley. That one is low in the dirt. Nice breaking ball there to try to induce the swing on one-two count. Good block by Selvin Anderson as he was able to dig that one out of the turf. Richie trying to battle back. Two balls, two strikes. As Chummel just fired his 60th pitch. And he hits a laser, does Richie into center field for a base hit. Stopping at second base is Wilfong, and the Chaparrales have something going here in the fourth as Wilfong stops at second base, and Major Richie this time with a linea, a line drive into center field for the base knock. Nice job there by Richie. Again, a couple of foul balls, laying off a curveball down and in, and just 
keeping his hands inside the baseball. A little ahead of that pitch, but able to get it up and drive it into center field for the base hit. So Richie's aboard at first base. Will Fong at second, who was there with a one-out walk following Chapel Stewart's strikeout looking. And it's going to bring up Nathan Duvall, who reached and scored on an error. And he put down a beautiful sacrifice bunt his last time up to get Richie to third. And the throwing error by Reagan Chummel to first base drew the second baseman Calderon off the bag. So he gets credit for reaching on the error instead of the sacrifice bunt. And he bats here from the right side. Now the chaparral catcher in the ballgame. So Duvall bats here in the top of the fourth. Westlake trying to answer the one run, and he swings and misses at the first offering here from Chummel as that fastball rides high and outside, but swinging right through it was Duvall. Theo Gillen waiting on deck as the lineup turns over here in the fourth. Duvall takes a fastball. This one called strike one on the outside corner. A little up, but on the on the corner, according to our home plate umpire, for called strike two. So no balls, two strikes, two men on, as Richie delivered on the two-strike single. We'll stretch out the letters here by Chummel. And the pitch. That one inside, or I should say away, low and away. And Anderson doing a nice job of just tracking that one down. It was just a fastball that kind of slipped out of the hand of Chummel. So one ball and two strikes here for Chummel. As he gets his sign, comes set at the letters and the pitch. This one, another breaking ball, low and away for ball two. Good discipline at the plate here for Nathan Duvall. Two balls and two strikes. As Nathan looking to work his way on here to create an opportunity for the top of the order as Theo Gillen waits in the on-deck circle. Duvall stands in. And the 2-2 pitch. This one, or excuse me, the 3-2, the 2-2 pitch is high and inside. Four ball three. So that'll load things up here as Reagan Chummel. Trying to put away Nathan Duvall. Got two strikes early on him. But he has battled back here and worked a full count as Duvall stands in from the right side with runners at first and second and one out. 3-2 ball game as Westlake leads here in the top of the fourth. Foul tip into the glove, and that's the strikeout for Duvall. Nice job there by Anderson holding on to the baseball. That's the second strikeout in the inning for Chummel but it'll bring up Theo Gillen, who had a sacrifice fly his last time up and drove in a run. So he is 0 for 1 officially, struck out looking, and it's going to draw a visit here as Chummel got the second out of the inning. Through three and two-thirds, Chummel cruising right along in this ballgame. Again, he's given up three runs on six hits. All three of those runs are earned. He's walked a man, hit a man, and struck out four. Or, excuse me, struck out five as he will face Theo Gillen here. It's a righty-on-lefty matchup, and I don't think in the fourth you're thinking about putting anybody in a situation here with Westlake threatening with two base runners, Wilfong at second, Richie at first. But Coach Webb coming out, nonetheless, to have a visit with his starter. So Trummel trying to get out of trouble here as Wilfong and Richie are aboard at second and first. He walked Wilfong, gave up a two-strike single to Richie. 
Struck out Duvall in the foul tip into the glove, but now it brings up the Chaparral second baseman, Theo Gillen. Theo 0 for 1 with an RBI. Stands in, the left-handed swinging second baseman. And the pitch, that fastball high and outside for ball one. Unique opportunity here for Theo Gillen as he is a lefty, left-handed swinging second baseman. Got the righty-on-righty matchup with Blake Peterson, who is on deck. Here's the pitch. That one just off the plate and low for ball one, or excuse me, ball two. Two balls and no strikes here, much to the chagrins of the Rattler faithful who thought that one clipped the outside corner. Selvin Anderson having a conversation, albeit brief, with the home plate umpire as he gets a sign from the dugout. So Gillen working a 2-0 count here. The stretch at the belt. And the pitch, that fastball is called strike one. It is above the belt, and it was a good 1,001-1,002 before the hump plate umpire called it a strike. That was a delayed call, and unfortunately for Theo, he's down in two balls and one strike. The umpire had to think about it for a moment. Gillen now eyeing the 2-1 pitch. That one is low and inside for ball three. So now it's three balls and one strike, and if Gillen had gotten that call that was above the belt right at the letters, he'd be on first base already, and the bases would be loaded with two outs here in the top of the fourth for Blake Peterson. So Theo Gillen swings and drives one foul. This one out of play down the third baseline and behind the Chaparral dugout. And that one hand literally lands right next to the stands here, and it hops in. Lucky fan making the catch off the hop. So three balls and two strikes to Theo Gillen as he battles here with two outs in the top of the fourth. Westlake leading three to two with runners at first and second. Here's the pitch. That one fouled up as it was high in the zone, but given the earlier call by the home plate umpire, you have to attack the zone high. That's exactly what Gillen was able to do. Nice job there. As Theo able to foul that fastball up around the belt and back behind home plate. So Gillen in his at-bats has had three foul balls, and the payoff pitch is coming. That one's called strike three as he looks at it on the outside corner. The 71st pitch of Reagan Chummel's night is a strikeout of Theo Gillen with runners on. So that will do it for the Chaparrales in the top of the fourth inning. For Westlake, no runs on a hit. There were no errors and two men left on base. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Your score, Westlake leading San Marcos 3-2. This is Westlake Baseball. When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. 
the battle for barbecue supremacy. Warriors pit prime meats, secret sauces, and recipes against one another. Yet one champion stands alone. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in the modern-day vernacular, where bad means good. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue has the worst barbecue in Texas. Joe Taylor joining you back at San Marcos High School. 3-2 Westlake leads it. As we go into the bottom of the fourth inning, it'll be Stephen Wilder, Dallas Calderon, and Moses Alva to face Braden Davis. Davis out for his fourth full inning of work. Struck out seven in his outing. Walked four. And Wilder takes a first pitch strike, or first pitch ball upstairs and outside. Wilder was erased on a fielder's choice that ended the one-run bottom of the first inning. He stands in and swings at the 1-0 fastball and fouls it away back towards the screen behind home plate. So that'll leave it up the count. One ball and one strike to Wilder, who leads things off here for San Marcos as the Rattlers trail 3-2 here at home. Davis. Comes set at the stretch, operating out of the stretch, and delivers a fastball that's low and clips the dirt. Duvall let it, lets it go by. So two balls and one strike, nobody out. As Wilder leaves things off here for San Marcos. Stretch at the belt and the pitch. Fastball hit foul out of play, well out of play over the home stands. That'll even up the count again. Two balls and two strikes. Joe Taylor joining you live on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. Now the 2-2 pitch coming here to Wilder. Davis fires a fastball right by him as he strikes out. Stephen Wilder leading things off. No messing around there on that 2-2 pitch. He came with the heat and blew it right by Wilder for the first out of the inning. That's the eighth strikeout for Braden Davis. And it's going to bring up the second baseman, Dallas Calderon, who walked and was left stranded at second base his last time up. So no official at-bat here. As Calderon stands in with a deep crouch from the right-handed hitter's batter's box as he takes his load. He almost steps back with that front foot and takes a fastball high and outside for ball one. Here's the 1-0 pitch coming from Braden Davis, his 78th, and it's a foul ball back towards the screen behind home plate. There was about a 10-pitch differential between both starters, Chummel and Davis, but now pretty much both of them even as the third and fourth innings caught up with Chummel as Westlake was able to draw runs and base runners this time. On the 2-1 pitch, that one sails low and outside for ball three. Excuse me, that's ball two. Two balls and one strikes. 
And Calderon swings and misses at the 2-1 fastball. That one belt high right down Broadway, and he cuts on it and misses. Fastball with a little bit of movement there from Braden Davis, and now the 2-2 offering as he goes. Gets ahead of Calderon. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, and the fastball looking real good from Braden Davis. Back-to-back strikeouts of Wilder and Calderon. That's nine strikeouts in the ballgame for Braden Davis, and that'll give way to Moses Alva. Finding a little bit of rhythm here is Braden Davis as he had struggled to get the first out of the inning over his first three, but he's able to get back-to-back strikeouts here. And Moses Alva comes up, one of his nine strikeout victims. He struck out in the second inning. And on the first offering to Alva, he fouls it off back towards the screen. And once again, Davis ahead of Alva. The 0-1 pitch as Davis working a bit quicker now that he's found a rhythm. Out of the stretch, he kicks and fires. That one lined into left field, falling quickly, and it'll fall for a base hit. Coming in is Will Fong. He'll fire it into his shortstop, Craig. And with that, Moses Alva delivers the two-out single. And it's going to bring up Cannon Webb. Cannon walked and scored in the first inning as he was part of Reagan Chummel's RBI single. That scratched home the first run. He also struck out to end the bottom of the second. So he's here in the bottom of the fourth with an opportunity to tie the ball game up should Alva get into scoring position. He swings at a first-pitch fastball that's up and outside of the zone and comes up empty. Webb with a big swing and a miss on that fastball upstairs from Braden Davis. Dugout letting him hear it as he climbed the ladder just a bit, trying to wave at that fastball. Now Cannon Webb, 0 for 1 officially with a run scored. Alva gets his lead from second base, who delivered on the two-out single. Second pitch fastball swung on and missed as Cannon Webb now down in the count. No balls and two strikes after two swings and misses against Braden Davis. Davis, you can kind of feel the confidence coming from him as he opts for to try to get out of this inning cleanly with nobody getting into scoring position here for San Marcos. Here's the 0-2. He kicks, fires a fastball. This one's skied into second base. Theo Gillen's got a beat on it. He makes the catch on the infield fly, and Cannon Webb is out to close out the bottom of the fourth inning. For San Marcos in the bottom of the fourth inning, no runs and a hit. There were no errors and one man left on base. We've played four full innings here from San Marcos. Westlake leading 3-2. to two. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to Westlake Baseball. The Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes is from right here in Austin. As you know, Austin has several fine burger establishments. That's why we're especially proud that Zagat has rated Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes the number one burger in Austin. So is it Zagat or Zagat's? Hmm. Like I said, there are several good burger places here in Austin. But as you know, there's good and then there's Mighty Fine. Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. 
Choosing the right bank for your business or project can be a challenging decision. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Working for Westlake? Right here in Westlake. Plains Capital Bank, member FDIC. We welcome you back to live coverage. Joe Taylor joining you here live from San Marcos High School as Westlake leads San Marcos in their second district series. Game one of this uh, two-game series. As he leads, the Chaparral's lead 3-2. to two. Thanks to a three-run third inning that was started with a Texas leader double by Major Ritchie which led to Nathan Duvall squaring around a bunt and throwing error by Chummel allowed Richie to get to third. Now first pitch swinging is Blake Peterson to lead things off, and he delivers on his second hit of the ball game. The sweet swing of Blake Peterson lines a single right up the gut into center field. He had a one-out double in the top of the first inning, and here in the top of the fifth, he leads things off with a single to center. Second hit of the ball game here for Blake Peterson. That'll bring up Reese McCray, who is 0 for 2, but he reached on an error and scored in the third inning. And it'll bring up – so it looks like it is Michael Lustina after all at the plate. We had thought maybe that Zach Craig was getting an opportunity at short, but – it is Lustina, so we were correct first time around. So he will hit for Reese McCray in the three spot. Lustina looks at a curveball down and inside for ball one. So Chemmel surrendering the leadoff hit here. He's given up seven hits. They've scratched three runs of the Chaparrales. All three of them earned a walk and six strikeouts as he throws back over to first base. And back in time is Blake Peterson. Peterson two for three. Grounded out to shortstop his last time up, but led things off with a laser to center field. He takes his lead, and now Mike Lustina in his first at-bat here in district able to wear a fastball off the left elbow just above the elbow along the forearm. So that's the second hit batter as Lustina jogs down to first base. So Mikey gets aboard here at, on first, and Peterson moves up to second base. So another opportunity here for Braden Davis, who hit an absolute laser to right center field for an RBI triple his last time up. He drove in the final run of the third inning, that three-run Chaparral inning, and now it looks like Chummel will have an opportunity here to take a visit with his head coach. Will he stay in the ball game? It looks like that may do it. We'll see here if the Rattlers make a call to the bullpen. We've yet to see a move from the coaching staff. But again, this brief visit, really just to talk about strategy here because Braden obviously finding his groove at the plate. And it does look like we are going to have a pitching change here. So with that... We'll take a quick timeout. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Baseball. 
When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. A pitching change brought to you by Independence Title. Coming into the game here to throw for the uh, San Marcos Rattlers will be Johnny Pardo. Now the run, the runners at first and second will belong to Reagan Chummel, but on the mound will be Johnny Pardo. And it looks like coming in to uh, try to see who uh, comes in to play third base here. As we still see Webb warming up at the shortstop position, we'll have to see what the defensive change is here because it does look like that Chummel will stay in the ball game, and this might be a situation where the third baseman and the pitcher just change spots. It looks like he will stay in the ball game and play third base as Wilder kind of turns around. Finishing up his warm-ups tosses is Johnny Pardo. So Pardo on the mound now, and it does look like that Chummel will stay in the game. So that is the... So Chummel will stay in the ball game at third base. So left to right in the outfield, it'll be Alva, Cannon-Webb, and Ryan Hicks in the outfield. And around the horn, it'll be Reagan Chummel, Cutter-Webb, Dallas Calderon, and Steven Wilder around the her, around the horn from third to first. And again, of course, the battery is Johnny Pardo. And Selvin Anderson stays in the ball game as the catcher. So nobody out in a 3-2 game, but runners at first and second. Again, you can't close the book just yet on Chummel as he still has those runners at first and second with nobody out. Braden Davis, the cleanup hitter and the pitcher, looks at a curveball low and away for ball one. So the pitching change made here with runners at first and second. Chummel had made it through four innings, given up seven hits, three runs, all of them earned. A walk and six strikeouts. Stretch out the letters, and here's the 1-0 pitch. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball low and away as Braden Davis swings over the top of that breaking ball from Pardo. Nice job keeping it low and out of the zone. Kind of came up at knee-high level and then dove right at the plate. And if you're just joining us, leading off with a single was Blake Peterson here in the top of the fifth as this slider rides low and away for ball three. And then in Reese McCray's spot, Mike Lustina was hit by a pitch. He jogged down to first base, and that's where he is. Lustina came in at shortstop to take the place, technically, of Jake Frickenschmidt as Duvall moved behind the plate. And that fastball clips the knees on the outside part of the plate for a called strike two. Two balls and two strikes. To Braden Davis, who's thrown 86 pitches in this outing. Now a quick bluff to second base is stepping off with his lead leg off the mound is Pardo. Pardo wearing that gator around his neck. Just all too familiar situation here during COVID-19 protocols. He's got the stretch. 
2-2 pitch coming. That fastball swung on and missed as Braden Davis goes down swinging for the second time in this ball game. So the first out of the inning, and uh, Pardo's first strikeout is of Davis, his counterpart, and it's going to bring up Cole May, who is 0 for 2, grounded out to the right side both times, getting grounded out on a chopper back to Chummel his first time up and then hit a ground ball to Calderon to end the top of the third. He bats here in the top of the fifth with runners at first and second. That's Lustina at first. Getting his lead at second base is Peterson. Left-handed swinging. Right fielder takes a look at a breaking ball low and inside for ball one. And Parter likes to work backwards. He kind of features that breaking ball that comes in and down towards left-handed hitters and away from right-handed hitters. That is exactly where you want the breaking ball to go is keeping it down. The second it gets elevated to those left-handed hitters, that's when the ball gets pretty big. Comes back with a fastball, but this one well wide of the plate. Nice job there by Anderson to kind of reach out and glove save that one before it headed to the backstop. A lot of room behind home plate here in difference to Warner Field on the campus of Westlake High School. Here at San Marcos, there is a lot of foul territory to work with. So Colmay standing in in a 3-2 ball game with runners at first and second. I in a 2-0 count. Cole gets a fastball, swings and cuts on it foul back towards the screen. Chapel Stewart, the DH, waiting on deck here, trying to get his opportunity in his first start in district. Battling through that uh, injury that he suffered in the state semifinal. It's good to see him back here and in business in the baseball season in his senior year. And they've got uh, a rundown as Pardo will run down Peterson. Peterson diving back into second base, and he is tagged out. Peterson bluffing that steal and was clearly headed to third base on movement, but Pardo able to get him as that will be the second out of the inning as Pardo gunned down on the pickoff play. So technically a caught stealing as Pardo fired back to his second baseman, Calderon, who applied the tag for out number two. So that leaves just Mike Lustina on at first base. And now timeout awarded and called by the home plate umpire. A nice job there for Cole May. He's up in the count. Two balls and one strike. With Peterson caught stealing at second base, eliminates the runner in scoring position. Lucina gets his lead. Overhand curveball swung on and missed by Cole May. And that'll even up the count at two balls and two strikes. So deadly twos on the board here. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Lucina on at first base after Peterson caught stealing. There, courtesy of the hit by pitch. So Chummel only has Lustina left as far as his book is concerned. And May at the plate with the 2-2, swings and misses on a fastball up and out of the zone for strike three. So that will do it for the Chaparrales after getting the first two runners aboard with a single and a hit by pitch. The Chaparrales go down swinging in the with the bat of Braden Davis. Cole May strikes out the end of the side, and those two strikeouts bookend a caught stealing from Blake Peterson. So, in the top half of the fifth inning, the Chaparrales get no runs on a hit. There were no errors and one man left on base. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning 
Westlake clinging to a 3-2 lead. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Baseball. Boston Performance and Counseling Psychology provides mental health care and sports psychology services in West Austin. APCP is owned and operated by Dr. Mike Johnson, a licensed psychologist in the state of Texas. Dr. Johnson has worked with elite college student-athletes at the University of Arkansas and Kansas State University, as well as with U.S. Special Forces. Whether you're a student-athlete looking to improve your confidence or a professional experiencing career challenges, make an appointment today at austinperformancepsych.com. That's austinperformancepsych.com. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Westlake leading here, going into the top half of the fifth inning, 3-2. to two, Or excuse me, the bottom of the fifth inning. It'll be Pardo, Anderson, and Chummel, the scheduled hitters. To face Braden Davis, who is out for his fifth inning of work, squaring around a bunt is the new pitcher, Johnny Pardo, as he lets that ball ride high and outside for ball one. Pardo squaring around a bunt again. This one again, just a little high. Pardo has walked in both plate appearances, walked and scored in the third. Part of that RBI double from Reagan Chummel. Who is in the hole to lead things off here in the bottom of the fifth. Again, squaring around a bunt is Johnny Pardo. And again, Braden Davis missing high and outside for ball three. So Davis trying to fight through this situation as he tries to come back with a strike here to Pardo. Wide stance as he squares around to bunt again. This time he sneaks a fastball on the outside corner for a called strike one. So Pardo stands back in, three balls and one strike as he curls that left cleat, lifting that Left heel off the ground to kind of shift his weight. He squares around to bunt again. This time Davis rocking a strike right in the zone as he splits the outside corner for a called strike two. So all the way back, payoff pitch coming here for Pardo as he's looked at two strikes right on the outside part of the plate. 3-2 pitch coming as Davis comes set. He kicks, fires, swung on and missed as he fires the fastball right by him. Nice job there as Braden Davis comes all the way back after delivering a 3-0 count, falling behind Pardo. He comes back and gets him on three straight pitches for the first out of the inning. So with that, Braden Davis recording his 10th strikeout of the ballgame. Four and a third innings pitch, giving up two runs on three hits, both the both of those runs earned. He's walked four and struck out ten. And this time, Selvin Anderson swinging right through a fastball on the first pitch as he swings and misses. So immediately, Davis ahead of Anderson. He kicks and fires the 0-1. This one a breaking ball down. Nice dig out there by Duvall. And leaving the count at one ball and one strike. He can close the book on 
Chummel's night. Again, he is still on the hook for the loss if Westlake is able to hang in there. Four innings pitched. Give up three runs on seven hits. All three of those earned. A walk and six strikeouts. And another ball skipped in there by Braden Davis for ball two. And trying to work that. It's almost like a cut fastball as he's trying to hit the outside corner with that pitch. This comes up a little short. He kicks and fires on the 2-1, and that fastball rides high and outside. So after delivering a first-pitch strike, after striking out Pardo, he's fallen behind Selvin Anderson. It's a 3-1 and one count. 96 pitches for Braden Davis. Here's the 97th. He kicks and fires the 3-1, and that one is low and outside. And Anderson, after striking out twice against Davis, is aboard courtesy of the walk. So Reagan Chummel, the freshman, getting an opportunity here. Once again with runners on, we have yet to see a base runner here or a courtesy runner for Anderson, but it's going to draw a visit here for Westlake. Have to see if a pitching change is going to be made here for Davis as that's 97 pitches. Obviously with the Tuesday-Friday ball games here, this one is Davis's to utilize, and with a deep staff here for J.T. Blair and company, you can you can afford to kind of let him work till he doesn't till he can't, obviously till he reaches that pitch count. But the chaparrales with plenty of arms ready to go here in relief. Haven't heard the bullpen humming. I'm actually not too far away from the bullpen. So Davis will stay in the ball game despite the mound visit here. And it'll bring up Reagan Chummel. So Chummel stands in. He is two for two. He has both RBIs in this ball game for the Rattlers. And he looks at the first pitch strike. Nice little breaking ball there as he catches the inside corner for a called strike one. Nice job there by Braden Davis coming inside, not being afraid to come inside to the freshman right-handed hitter. Anderson gets his lead from first base for San Marcos. He comes back with a ground ball here. This could be a double play. Lustina over to second base. Theo Gillen with a long throw. That one not in time as Richie had to come off the bag. He gloved it, but they're going to call – they're going to call interference, perhaps, and he is out. That is the call. The home plate umpire has said that Selvin Anderson interfered with Theo Gillen, made contact sliding over the bag. So with that, it is a double play, and that will end the bottom of the fifth inning with a double play. They award the interference call to Westlake, and that is a double play to end things. So it's officially ruled a 6-4-3 double play as Chummel is grounded into an inning-ending double play, we head to the top of the sixth inning as Westlake continues to lead San Marcos 3-2. to two. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Baseball. We know that these are difficult times, and at Austex, we want the Westlake Nation to know we have your back. We're all spending more time at home and more time outside. Austex has developed a completely digital experience from the measurement and design of your project to the signing of the contract. You can even book a virtual appointment from your home. We're a Westlake family-owned business, and we would love to transform your outdoor space into your favorite place to gather with your family and friends. 
austexfenceanddeck.com. We work hard to make every project a victory. Football is all about strategy, preparation, and execution. And you've got shaps in your corner with Elticon Wealth Management. Elticon was founded by former Westlake quarterback Mark Mangum, and he's hired all-stars Brent Beasley and lifetime shap Louis Gilbo to quarterback your financial future. Click elticon.com for more information. Elticon Wealth Management, a proud member of Westlake Nation and proudly Westlake owned and operated. Strategy, preparation, and execution. Elticon Wealth Management, calling the right plays for your financial future. So for the Rattlers in the bottom of the fifth, no runs, no hits, no errors, and no men left on base. The uh, interference called on Selvin Anderson as he interfered with Theo Gillen on the double play try. Home plate umpire came out and called it immediately. As that did in the Rattler half of the fifth inning, we start with the top of the sixth. Leading things off will be Chapel Stewart, the designated hitter. Chapel over one. It was hit by a pitch his last time up and then caught steal his first time up and then caught stealing. Followed by Ethan Wolfong and Major Ritchie. Right-handed hitting DH stands in against Pardo, and he is hit again. So the second time Chapel Stewart has been hit by a pitch in this ballgame, that's the third hit batsman for the Chaparrals. As Pardo allows the first pitch, hit by pitch to Chapel Stewart, and he is aboard at first base. It'll bring up Ethan Wolfong. Wilfong in this ball game popped out to first base his first time up, walked and was left stranded at second base in the top of the fourth. He's back here in the top of the sixth inning with a 3-2 lead to man on first. Pardo, stretch at the letters. Now they've picked off another runner. Wilfong streaking down to second base. He is safe as he slides past the tag of Dallas Calderon. Pardo had him picked dead to right, and it was a tough Back foot throw from Wilder. Just didn't have a whole lot on it as he kind of got caught up running down Wilfong. Wilfong using his electric speed to get to second base and the throw not in time as he beats it to second base. So perhaps another, or Chapel Stewart rather, perhaps a, another issue there with uh, not seeing the signs. But nonetheless, instead of avoiding the pickoff, Chapel Stewart able to use his explosive speed to second base and literally outrun the baseball. So it's a successful steal of second as Wilfong stands in. 3-2 ball game here is Wilfong eyes the 1-0 pitch. This one low as he pulls back the bunt as Wilfong, and it's two balls and no strikes. So Wilfong at the plate, Chapel Stewart at second. He's able to work his way into scoring position despite being picked off at first base. He lowered his head and ran to second base immediately and just beat the throw as Wilfong's standing at home plate thinking that he was going to have to sacrifice Chapel Stewart over to second base. Not the case as he comes up with a stolen bag as he uses his speed to slide right by Calderon. And we mentioned the throw by Wilder in that play. Wilder actually kind of ran up the first the the line between first and second and then just awkwardly threw off his back foot. And when he did that, the throw kind of floated in to Calderon and it gave Chapel Stewart just enough time to beat the fastball, to beat the ball to second base. It's a nice job there. Recognizing that he had been picked off. And he did not miss a beat as Chapel Stewart just accelerating to second base. Now that the meeting of the minds is over with, with Pardo on the mound, 
He's back at business here as Wolfong squares the bunt, lays down a beauty right back up the mound. Having to hold at first base, or excuse me, having to hold at second base is Chapel Stewart. As Pardo able to come off the mound quickly and field it, he had enough time because it was right back to him to eyeball Chapel Stewart at second. So that sacrifice bunt attempt actually keeps everybody at bay here as Wolfong technically just bunts it back to the pitcher, trying to get it up the line, but it just angled right back towards Pardo. Pardo able to throw out Wolfong with no problem at all. And the Chapel Stewart has to stay at second base. Going to bring up Major Ritchie, who is two for two with a run scored in this ballgame. Has a chance here to stay hot. And he swings and fouls one off. Nice curveball there offered by Pardo. First pitch swinging is Major Ritchie. That's a nice job there. Major's doing a great job. He's got a, he's got a good eye tonight, and that swing staying right in the hitting zone. His head is down as he makes contact. He's hit a several foul balls, and everything has been right to the baseball, keeping his hands and his eyes down at contact. He swings and drives one to left field. Back is Moses Alva trying to peek through the lights. This one taken off on him a bit. Chapel Stewart's going to tag from second base, and he's going to slide in safely at third. So good contact there from Major Ritchie as he lifted the ball deep into left field. And what looked like it was going to be just a routine shallow left field fly ball chases Alva just a few steps backwards down the line. He makes the catch, but Ritchie once again putting the ball in play and giving Westlake an opportunity here with a man 90 feet away from home plate. He's going to bring up Nathan Duvall. So two gone here with Chapel Stewart at third base. And Nathan Duvall looks at a first pitch curveball from Pardo for a called strike on the outside corner. Here's how big that, that sacrifice bun is now. That fly ball would have been deep enough to score Chapel Stewart had the sacrifice bunt had worked, and that would have been insurance runs for Westlake here in the top of the sixth. But Duvall looking at a 1-0 curveball that catches the outside corner for a called strike two. Down on the count, no balls and two strikes here with a man at third. Pardo has his sign and the pitch. Swings and fires a fastball in there as Duvall fouls it off back behind the home stands. Theo Gillen waiting on on deck here. Duvall now with an 0-2 count. Pardo comes set at the belt, kicks and fires. That one low and away, swung on it, ball, or strike three, racing down the first baseline. He looked like he beat it. Here comes the throw to the plate. It's not in time, and Chapel Stewart scores. But they're going to call, wow, they're going to call Duvall out at first. I can't believe it. They called Duvall out at first. Wow, that's unfortunate for the Westlake Chaparrales as that throw was late. A great hustle there on a strike three ball that got away from the catcher, Anderson. Anderson threw it up to first base as it got away from him. And I'll tell you what, that was a very close play at first base. Maybe by a step, if that. But the out is made at first base. And unfortunately for Westlake... Chapel Stewart does not score. So for the Chaparrales in the top half of the sixth inning, no runs, no hits, there were no errors, and one man left on base. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Westlake leading San Marcos 3-2. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Baseball. 
Small town values that deliver first class service. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert. That's what a customer said when he bought his new Chevy truck from us at Covert in Bastrop. And that's the way we've done business for 111 years. More choices, excellent service, and of course, our famous low Covert price. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it to you. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, 702 Highway 71 in Bastrop, or online at covertbastrop.com. Find new roads. Hey, Westlake fans, you've heard that phrase, go local, right? Well, that's what the Felger Insurance Agency wants you to do when considering your insurance needs. Think about it. Would you want just an operator standing by, or do you want advice from a trusted source that lives and works right here in the Westlake Nation? Jeff is your farmer's agent in the hills of Westlake, and he can help you bundle all of your insurance needs just as easy as the Shaps score six on Friday night. Give him a shout today at 512-250-2334. Jeff is farmers, and Jeff is Westlake. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Again, just a bang-bang play there at the end of the top half of the sixth inning that could have scored Westlake a run. But it was a close call at first base, and from my vantage point, it looked like for a moment Duvall was safe at first base. He had beaten out the strikeout, and the ball had gotten away from Selvin Anderson, but none none going for the Westlake Chaparrales. But Braden Davis out for his sixth inning of work as Pardo delivers with his second full inning of work, has not surrendered a hit or a run or a walk, but he has struck out three. Davis set to face Ryan Hicks along with Cutter Webb and Steven Wilder, and the first pitch to Ryan Hicks is a strike called on the outside corner for strike one. A one pitch is lifted into shallow center field. Coming on is Blake Peterson. He dives and doesn't make the grab. The uh, ball ricochets off the top end of his glove. It looked like perhaps the the wind may have held it up just a bit. He thought he might had to have dived for the ball. When if he'd have kept his feet, he might have been able to just make the shoestring grab. But tough, tough play. And for Ryan Hicks, I don't know how they're going to score it, but that's a hit in my book as Ryan Hicks is aboard with a leadoff single. Got to bring up Cutter Webb, who has struck out twice. Two of the ten strikeout victims here for Braden Davis. Davis working in his sixth full inning of work. He has given up two runs on three hits, both of those earned. And this one is bunted foul and a nice sliding grab behind the dish by Pat. Oh, wow. What a play by Duvall. As Nathan Duvall... Squaring around to bunt was Cutter Webb. He popped it up straight behind home plate towards the third base side, and Duvall slides on his shin guards to make the grab. What a play. So with that, the pop out to the catchers, the first out, staying put at first base is Ryan Hicks with the leadoff hit. What a play by Duvall as Nathan makes a sliding grab behind home plate. Timeout's called by Wilder as he strides to the plate. He's 0 for 2 as he grounded out into a fielder's choice his first time up. Struck out swinging his last time up to lead things off in the bottom of the fourth. He's here in the bottom of the sixth with a man on and one out. That fastball clips the inside corner of the strike zone for a called strike two. So no balls and two strikes, one out, and we're still getting over the sacrifice effort there by Cutter Webb as he popped it up, foul behind home plate, and a brilliant play 
This one fisted down the first baseline. Major Rissi drifting back and kind of makes a nonchalant over-the-shoulder catch. As Wilder was fisted, that one just kind of spurted down the first baseline. And Richie just casually comes off the bag, looking like he's going through a wide receiver drill, just kind of catches it like that as the uh, over-the-shoulder basket catch is good for Richie. And just like that, two gone in the inning here, and it'll give way to Dallas Calderon, who is 0-for-1 with a walk. The second baseman stands in from the right side and takes a first-pitch fastball high and inside for ball one. So after the leadoff hit, we have had two unusual plays, a pop-out to the catcher as Nathan Duvall able to slide and make the grab in foul territory behind home plate, and then Wilder fists one, line drive foul. But Major Ritchie able to come up with the ball, about six, seven feet off the bag at first base. Dallas Calderon takes his second pitch, the 1-0 breaking ball inside for ball two. Hicks gets his lead from first, two gone in the inning. Davis trying to close out the sixth, and he delivers a fastball to Calderon high for ball three. Calderon a tough out because he stands at about five foot five. He has got he's not a very big guy, an obviously tight strike zone. And with a 3-0 pitch, we've heard the pop of the mitt in the bullpen. And uh, this could be it for Braden Davis. I don't think they'll pull him out in the middle of an at-bat, but might be just giving him the courtesy and saying, hey, if if you walk this guy, we're going to go ahead and probably take you out, but giving time for the bullpen to get loosened up. And it's been a chess match all night long here with both pitchers kind of flirting with the danger Again, not necessarily a lot of control on either side, but right now Pardo doing his best to kind of keep the Shaps at bay. He's pitched two scoreless innings in relief of the starter, Reagan Chummel. Chummel delivering on both RBI hits for the San Marcos Rattlers. He had the RBI single and the RBI double to drive in both of those runs. They've been close, and here Ryan Hicks getting aboard in the sixth looking for an opportunity to tie things up, but Cutter Webb squaring around a bunt. Couldn't get it done. Now the meeting of the mounds is over, and uh, Braden Davis is just going to deliver the four-pitch walk to Dallas Calderon. That's his fifth walk of the game. Or check that. That'll be the sixth walk of the game. So they're not going to pull Braden at this point. They're going to bring up Moses Alva with runners at first and second and two outs. Hicks led this inning off with a a strong single up the uh, up the middle. The ball hung up in the air. Peterson made the effort to dive for it. It went off his glove. Then Cutter Webb squared around for a sacrifice bunt and butted it foul in foul territory behind home plate. And just an electric catch by Nathan Duvall at home plate. First pitch to Moses Alva is right down Broadway, but just a little high according to the home plate umpire. Once again, a very small target. And Alva, he is about five foot six as well. So with that, one ball and no strikes here to Alva with two on and two out in the bottom of the sixth inning. Second to last at bat, only four outs remain here in regulation for San Marcos. And that one just inside as he comes back with a, a change of pace, if you will, as Braden Davis trying to just sneak a fastball in there. Alva taking it for a called ball two on the inside part of the plate. The 
2-0 offering coming Alba's way. And he takes a fastball on the knees for a called strike one. Tough opportunity because obviously six foot three, two 210 pounds, it is very difficult to kind of eyeball the fastball low, this low for a low strike zone. Braden just trying to fight through this one at two balls and one strike with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. Davis kicks and fires. That one just off the outside part of the plate for ball three. So three and one with rudders at first and second here, trying to avoid the bases loaded scenario here with two outs after getting two outs in spectacular fashion. Trying to close things out. Here's the 3-1 pitch. That one right down the middle for a called strike two. Alva wanted the freebie, but that one clips the outside corner. Nicely done there by Braden Davis on a 3-1 pitch. That was a hitter's count right there, and Alva wanted nothing with it. So, bases loaded. Runners at first and second. And they'll be off to the races on the pitch. Payoff pitch coming here to Moses Alva, the nine-hole hitter. In a 3-2 game with a tying run at second base, he fouls this one off back towards the screen. Good fastball there from Braden Davis. Davis at 114 pitches. This most likely will be his final inning of work, and he is trying to close out his performance here. Not necessarily the, the cleanest of performances with the six walks, but only two runs on just four hits surrendered to the San Marcos Rattlers for the Westlake High School senior. Payoff pitch coming again. Fastball swung on and cut foul back behind the screen. So a good defensive swing there from Moses Alva, who is one for two. Flared a single into shallow left field his last time up. Struck out swinging his first time up. And he'll have another payoff pitch again. Duvall with the call out of the dugout. The stretch and the pitch. The payoff. Another foul ball. This one sprayed towards the on-deck circle and jumping out of the way of it is Cannon Webb as it almost clipped him on the way by. Brilliant defensive at-bat here as the battle will continue. 116 pitches here thrown for Braden Davis. Moses Alva has fouled off three straight payoff pitches. Here's the fourth one. That one just off the outside corner for a called ball four. Wow. Cannot believe that the home plate umpire let that one go. That one had to have been high because it was right on the outside part of the plate from our vantage point. And once again, Braden Davis in a bit of a situation here, but it looks like he will come out of the ball game. Moses Alva will jog down to first base. That's the seventh walk issued by Braden Davis. Calderon will move up to second base, and now the tying run, Ryan Hicks, 90 feet away from home plate. So we will take a quick timeout. Pitching change brought to you by Elite Heating and Air Conditioning from San Marcos High School. We'll be right back after this timeout. This is Westlake Baseball. 
Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Welcome back to live coverage of Westlake Baseball. Chance Covert in the ballgame now as he comes in to try to close out the bottom of the sixth inning after leading things off. Ryan Hicks got a base hit into center field. Leaping for it was Blake Peterson. He couldn't come up with it. Ricocheted off his glove. Braden Davis is jogging back out of the field. Now Hunter Hanalt came into the ballgame defensively for Cole May. He remains in right field. Peterson is in center. Wilfong is in left. And it looks like we do have kind of a a change in the guard here. As Richie will come out, Davis will go into the ballgame and play first. So it uh, keeps Richie's bat in the lineup for the moment. As obviously he can re-enter. We'll have to see. But Gillen will stay in the ballgame. Davis will go from the mound to first base. And now checking in at third base is Bosworth, so Chase Bosworth is in the ballgame, and it looks like Mike Lustina stays in at shortstop. So for the moment, Richie is on the bench as Davis goes from the mound to first base. Gillen still at second base. Lustina, Lustina still at shortstop, and now Chase Bosworth at third base. For San Marcos, like I mentioned, Ryan Hicks led things off with a flare to center field. Cutter Webb then turning around trying to sacrifice Hicks from first to second. Popped out to the catcher on a brilliant play by Nathan Duvall. And then a soft line drive off the bat of Steven Wilder got Richie able to go up the line and on first base and kind of make a backhanded grab. But then back-to-back walks to, Cal- to Calderon and Alva have loaded the bases here for Cannon Webb, who is 0 for 2 with a walk and a run scored in this ballgame. Popped out to second base his last time up. To end the bottom of the fourth. Here he is with two outs and the tying run. 90 feet away from home plate. Chance Covert's first pitch is a strike on the outside corner. We last saw Chance deliver on a six-inning brilliant outing against Del Valley a week ago as he took game two. Again, it was the spring break edition of the District 26-6A opening series with Del Valley. Westlake taking game one at home, and then on the road, Chance Covert pitching six brilliant innings. Struggled with control early on, but was able to lock it down for the Westlake Chaparrales as they went. They won 8-2. to two. He was the winning pitcher in that ball game after an 11-1 run rule of Del Valley to open District 26-6A play last Monday. So here he is a week later, an opportunity here to try to lock this one up 
for Westlake. So Covert in relief comes on. No balls and one strike here to Cannon Webb with the bases loaded and two outs. There's a ground ball to Gillen at second base. He corrals it, fires over to first base. It's in time for out number three. So two pitches and Chance Covert gets Westlake out of a bases loaded jam with two outs in the bottom of the sixth. Nice job, Chance Covert, as he is greeted at uh, the dugout with a lot of congratulatory slaps on the back. But Chance Covert gets Westlake out of the inning for the San Marcos Rattlers.